Welcome to Episode 1, Part 4 of Ask a Dude. Three women, one guy, where we get real answers on subjects most men aren't willing to talk about. This is Sacred Truths with Emmy Graham. Ask one more question. Does anyone feel compelled? Well, Emmy's peeing, toilet seat peeing, leaving pee on the, oh. the toilet. What's <laughs> my question about that? I don't that's remember. been such a recurring one. But if you don't, really, if, that, if you're not burning, but I think that's a really good one because it gets in that like disregard kind of, you know, the the permission to be to be disregarding idea which we haven't talked about the same that yeah. much but it seems to me if if you're if the if the subject is disregarding and toilet seats up or down seems to me just the just the tiniest edge of a huge huge topic because i'm thinking about it now writ large of of the hundred thousand ways for instance that my brother's got away with stuff that I couldn't do, or the ways they behaved that were never called out. And we've talked about brothers, because they were boys and I was a girl, and those rules were completely different. And I, you know, I come from a pretty peaceful childhood home, so I don't have hard complaints, but even now I keep sort of uncovering ways that my brothers had privilege again and again and again and again. And that's in a home with fairly enlightened parents. So then I think about, I had it easy compared to the folks who didn't, where the um, disregardment was profound and daily and catastrophic. So it's, I think it's more than toilet seats, but it's such a good test case. Yeah, that's kind of what we found out when we, or that's what I remember about our conversation. I mean, just kind of was like, what is with the toilet seat being left up? Do you remember or, that? And like, or mine was the pee on the. And the oh, was it not the toilet seat? It was the pee on the toilet. So I don't know how we got to this topic, but somehow I was complaining about maybe it was women do more domestic chores or something, and that seems to be there's a statistic. Like mm-hmm. There have been studies done, and women do more of the domestic work and. I don't know how we got on this topic, but... I think you just asked it as one of your questions. Yeah, maybe it was just, why is it when yeah, men... Yeah, that's what it was because like. Because this is my <laughs> experience. Like, yeah. When men use the toilet and they dribble on the edge of the toilet, they don't wipe it. That's what it was. It wasn't the And yeah. my issue was, I think, because they never clean it. Okay, I'm using the word never. But if one doesn't isn't in the habit of cleaning the toilet or then you don't care or I don't, I don't mean, I don't know. I can only speculate. So someone is a guest in my home or someone is a domestic partner pees on the rim and doesn't wipe it. And I think, I think every woman I know would wipe the seat if she dribbled on the seat, but men do not, as far as I know, many of them do not wipe the rim if they dribble 
And so who wipes the rim? I do when I go to clean the toilet. Is it gross? Yes. And I think we asked that question, was it just why? That's what it was. Why, Nick? Why? Yes, exactly. Dude. <laughs> What's up, dude? Right. Right. Yes. <laughs> well, and so this is where it's really important that I not talk about anything in a way that implies any kind of excuse. So we're going for, we're exploring this for the interest of understanding and we're not excusing bad behavior at all. And this is a little, I want to be real careful with here. My experience was with that particular issue was I was completely oblivious to that issue. And I know a lot of men that are just oblivious to that, that there's even something happening there. I mean, and it's kind of hard to, it's hard to explain that level of obliviousness without sounding like I'm making excuses. Because in my personal experiences, what with it was so complete and so that was something I learned as an adult to do that, to be mindful of that, and to be polite. Did you just say, and I think you did, that a man isn't keeping track of where he aims and he truly doesn't see the edge of pee on the toilet or the floor? <laughs> Pardon the incredulity, my voice. We're getting into a tricky one here, <laughs> right at the end. But I can say from personal experience, yes. And it came up at some point when we were talking about something about, you mean if you went to dinner at your boss's house? You would be oblivious to that. And I went, oopsie daisy. Up until I was in my 40s. Yes, I did go to my boss's house now and I'm thinking back. And I did not even, even think for one second that anything was happening. That there was even an issue to address. That there was even something happening in that situation, other than I was going to the bathroom. And I just didn't even think about all the, every, every issue that you're talking about was not anywhere in my consciousness. Yes, I can say that. So to further clarify, so if your boss was a man and then went into the bathroom after you, he might not notice either that you had just peed on the seat, but the boss's spouse, if she were a woman, might go in and say, ew, that is a very, very likely scenario, yes. <laughs> I'm, I, I, I know I'm codsmacked because this seems so bizarre to just not be aware of, you know, if, if I inadvertently put my glass down and it's left a ring on Emmy's table, 
I will deal with it immediately. What if I accidentally dripped my pee somewhere in her house? Correct. <laughs> and I just, I, I, I cannot fathom. I believe you because you're a truthful person. I just, I'm astonished. Can I just say, I've been cleaning pee off the rim of my toilet my whole life from male visitors. And have you never done this? I mean, every single week, if I've had a male visit, I'm cleaning the rim of the leftover urine. Well, just to carry this, I, 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 I've never had the urine rim problem, but I do know that, that if there's a man in the house, I'm washing the floor a lot more often. The bathroom floor. Correct, the bathroom floor. Oh. And it's not just dusty, just to be clear. <laughs> I was just going to say... This is one of this is another question probably but this is a topic that if you raise it with the male in your house there is hell ah. it is scary and there'll probably be yelling about it and I'm overreacting because I don't like pee on the rim I just bringing that up but we don't have to discuss that now go ahead heather <laughs> No that actually is a much better direction I I think I was just going to Exclaim something. <laughs> you can exclaim. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's, a, it's not, it wouldn't hurt. Oh, actually, I just remembered, it might actually be connected with what you j just said, because I, I was thinking this is a, I wonder about, about how shame looks in, with this, like, like dripping your pee is really different than being like a stud, you know, what am I trying to say? Like, I can imagine if you're truly oblivious, like Nick Lake is saying, and then someone calls you out on something you're truly oblivious about, and that isn't cool, like dripping pee, as opposed to, like, getting called out on what a stud you are, but you've been hiding it from me. I'm wondering about that, and then I'm wondering if it connects with that, like response you described that you've had from men when you've called it out and tried to ask for something different. I think there's some important distinctions there and some of them are pretty subjective, but I can speak from direct experience about the obliviousness piece and just say that just, that's my lived experience. And that was, I had to learn that as an adult to be aware of what, what's happening there and that there's a polite way and an impolite way to do things in that situation. For sure that. I think what you're talking about, the, the reaction to getting called out where that some simple little seemingly simple thing releases this nuclear missile attack, you know, just that I think we've covered that about just how, the system has to be maintained. There can't be any, there can be zero deviation from this, even in tiny ways. There's just no, this thing has like a marble and it has to be vigilantly maintained at all times, even from the slightest tiny detail or the whole thing's just going to blow up. So I think that, I, I think the topic of shame is a whole other thing. Because once you get into shame, where 
that might that's like an entire podcast worth of stuff there because the shame is used as the bludgeon for maintaining the social order violence and shame are the the tools in the toolbox for maintaining this system and so when a guy feels shame and I'd have to really think about kind of the context for that would happen with a woman versus with a uh, father figure, which is that's the conduit of shame is the father figure or the male authority or the, the, the shame of the group. Like if there's this gut check thing and somehow you don't make a convincing enough story to uphold this thing and and suddenly it's like, hey, they all zero in on the one guy and it's just like, you know, just this barrage of doom that lands on the dude who doesn't measure up. I think it's, I think it's hard to, shame is such a big topic that it's hard to, I'd have to really think about that. And I'd have to really think about a situation where someone would feel shame because in the situation with the, the toilet rim, that's just the upholding the misogyny. That's just a, a nuclear reaction. That's not really the shame isn't really in there. There's that topic might, it's a pretty, it's a pretty big one. Yep. So I didn't really, didn't really answer that question very well, but it's a little bit big. Shame is a kind of a big one. Well, to me, it's really interesting that your interesting and helpful insight to hear your kind of clarity, like shame's not really in that, because I would have guessed that that was part of it, you know, in and that nuclear reaction. It's not impossible. And once again, we're kind of, we're, we're trying to be careful about talking about in general and not get into the head of any one individual person, because kind of anything is possible in that space. But but my sense of when there's that kind of reaction, like just this flamethrower thing, to me that's upholding the the misogyny system. That's maintaining that system of subjugation. The guy isn't feeling, oh no, I did something wrong. I have to lash out. I don't know. <laughs> oh, that's super interesting. Yeah. To me. Anything's possible, but that's my impression. In the that I would say that's the middle of the bell curve there, for that the most likely thing is not shame. I'm just I, I'm I'm sort of thinking about this possibly more than I'd like to, but I'm also thinking about sort of we talked about prowess earlier and and sort of um, all the sort of things associated with that sort of virility, and I'm idly wondering if there's a sort of virility prowess piece like hey uh, I've been uh, uh, pretending to be a scary man um, that you know I don't care where my pee goes and and I this is my part that can do anything I don't know does any of that make sense so as for me it was in the 100% oblivious category I haven't had a whole lot of conversations with other men about that that whole issue so I can say it for me, it was definitely in the obliviousness possibility. 
I think there's definitely examples of the that blatant disregard is a for sure part of the asserting masculinity in the hypermasculine space. There's definitely things like that. You know what? One of them is that I was just thinking about the other day is littering. Littering. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Every now and then on my road, there's a somebody. I'm guessing it's a man. <laughs> Who knows? I never met the guy, but I'm guessing he's a dude. Someone buys a, a 12-pack down at shopping cart and drives up Tolman Creek Road and drinks them and throws them out the window. And they're evenly spaced about every half mile. Oh, God, that's a fast beer. <laughs> and it's been a long time. I used to ride my bike up that road all the time. But about once a week, maybe it was Friday night, someone would do that and it would go all the way up, 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 up the road, and then the last thing with the box <laughs> out the window. <laughs> and it just vibrated, vibrated with that blatant disregard of just everything in the drunken space, you know? It just was like, oh, oh, it just had this, ah, ooh, that was, and it regularly. So that, that for sure is that. I get the energy off of littering that you just disregard for the environment and everyone else and just... Well, it sounds like the same thing, you know, littering pee, littering beer. So, right. So I think for sure that, and maybe that is that way for some, some dudes. I don't know, the pee thing. You know, it is kind of like that. It's like littering. It's the equivalent energy. I didn't have that experience, but I definitely... There's things like that for sure. Just kind of public disregard. In Europe, more so than here, I believe, it's a huge problem of people just peeing on the sides of buildings. It's quite common coming home from bars. In my brother's town, there's a couple places that are particularly peeful because it's apparently okay for men to just pee on the street. And I understand, you know, if you're caught short and you run into the forest, that's a different thing. But these are folks just... In the town, after many beers, just peeing on the street with folks walking by. And I can't think of anything more blatantly disregarding of community and society and other people's enjoyment of the... Uh, shocking to me. That's got the vibe. That has the vibe for sure. <laughs> and you could, you could just ask your male friends to make sure they pee before they come over. So you never have to clean up after them. I suppose, but then I just have to say the toilet is off limits. I, I mean, I don't know. And then I have to just spell it out to everyone. You may use the toilet, and here's what I need you to do. It may come down to that. You can hand people Clorox wipes if they walk in there. <laughs> do you know how to use these? Do you know when to use these? If you do that with a woman, she'll, woman, she'll end up like cleaning your bathtub. Exactly. <laughs> oh, we'll get right Definitely. on. Definitely. <laughs> Thank you all for coming today to today's podcast. Thank you so much. Yes, likewise. Thanks everyone so much. And thank you, Nick, for doing what you did. 
Thanks, Emmy, for hosting us. This has been great fun. And Nick, thanks for your courage. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Thanks for the fantastic questions. And thanks for hosting. For sure. Thank you all for being here. This is Sacred Truths with Emmy Graham, with music by Lemon Music Studio from Pixabay, and with special thanks to our dude, Nick Ordson. This concludes Part 4 of Episode 1 of Ask a Dude. Please join us for Episode 2. Please visit our website at sacred-truths.com. Thank you for listening.